My name is Mark Anthony with Edge on Regenerative Medicine Show. I just, I'm excited today. Uh, we have one of the, the, the top uh, specialists in, in stem cell therapy. This is Dr. Zach Parker. How are you doing, Dr. Zach? I'm great, Mark. How are you doing? You know what? I'm excited. I have got my warm cup of coffee here. Actually, it's hot tea and I'm just enjoying life. And I'm excited about life because we get to hear from you on how we can help other people take their life to another level and to get out of pain. And before we kind of get into talking about, you know, uh, important questions that people are asking right now, um, stem cells, um, I want to just give a little bit of bio uh, about, about uh, you, Dr. Parker. And one of the things about Dr. Parker, um, he has a doctorate and a chiropractic in uh, Texas. He has, um, you know, a ES degree in anatomy and also in health and wellness. He's a member of the uh, International Chiropractors Association and of Texas Chiropractic Association. Uh, his practices are, that he's worked with, uh, which is pretty um, unbelievable, he established and founded the West Texas Wellness Center in 2008 um, and Yahweh Chiropractic and uh, co-founder of an education uh, facility director for Clear Mind of Amarillo, Regenerative Medicine Center. So, 
Um, there's a lot more I can say about you because the list keep going, <laughs> but but uh, we'll we'll take it from there. So I'm just going to ask um, Doctor just ten questions that I've, I've got a lot of people that have been asking us about stem cell. And uh, before we go into those ten questions, I'd like to ask you, what got you into stem cell and why? Well, actually, uh, stem cells have just been the the research and the just what's been out there about them. It's always been amazing and and. Uh, intriguing to me as far as uh the just the research and what's done is i began to hear more about what stem cells were and and learn about those in um in in my own education and and uh, uh but what really has brought me around to to using them and defining them uh, as a as a, a tool for my patients my father and i both have been studying stem cells for quite some time and uh, my father was looking at having to get knee replacement. We were talking about uh, trying to do alternative uh, therapies to try and keep him from having to get stem cell therapy. And right. uh, uh, he's an alternative medicine specialist as well. So we've been conversing back and forth, uh, both doing research into different things. And we use some other therapies here, laser therapy and uh, some of these other things that are regenerative in their nature. And uh, we were just looking to try to find a, a way to, uh, to help him. And stem cells kept on coming up. It was one of the big topics that kept coming up. We kept visiting about it, kept talking about it. Um, it was interesting. There was a lot of different stances as far as what different people were saying about how right. it was and then where the FDA stood on uh, the ability to do it in the United States and everything like that. And so um, we uh, we finally got the opportunity. We just, uh, we, after doing the research, we determined that the regenerative medicine process and especially stem cell therapy was just going to be the best. Um, choice for him if, uh, if we're trying to avoid surgery and that's really ultimately what we're trying to do uh, was avoid surgery he was you know he lettered in in uh, five different sports in college I mean in high school and played professional uh, not professional but college baseball had the opportunity to play professional baseball just worn his knees out over the years wow. and so we had to find something but he didn't want to do surgery didn't want to have to do a knee replacement uh, from a lot of the risks. And so that's why so many patients end up coming to us anyway. But um, so we actually did stem cell injections for uh, and regenerative therapy for his knees. And, and uh, they responded fantastic. Uh, he's, he's kind of funny. He'll show patients. He'll jump it up and down on his knees and say, see, they're doing so much better. Uh, wow. It's been a complete turnaround for him. And he's back exercising every day and, and uh, staying relaxed, running the stairs and everything. Those are things he's always done for years, which is why they got worn out in the first place. But he's back doing all that now. And uh, so it's exciting. to And just seeing that, uh, we both were kind of looking into that. But seeing the response he was able to get and actually just having a personal uh, uh, experience with it uh, really excited us. And, and so we decided to move further into it and, uh, and begin researching the possibility of doing it regularly for our patients for mainly for joint rehabilitation, for joint uh, pain. That's really where our focus with the regenerative medicine and the stem cell therapy is, is to help to rebuild and, and restore the function of the joint. Um, not just to get people out of pain. You can, you can medicate enough to get someone out of pain, but that doesn't mean the, the uh, functions improve. doesn't right. mean they're healthier, they're better off. So we ultimately want to make sure the person is a you know, better quality of life. They can do what they want to do, go out and begin to, to enjoy life again. That's really what, what, what led us to it and got us excited about. And the, the possibilities with stem cell therapy, the longevity of, of the, the correction with, with stem cell therapy and what it actually is doing 
at the cellular level of, of rebuilding tissues, what got us so excited about just what it could mean for each and every person, you know? Right. So that's what led us to that road. So basically, he tried it on himself and he realized, hey, if it helped me, it can help other people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We saw when it worked, we saw how good it worked for him. You know, I had it done on my shoulder. Um, I got cut playing basketball way back in college and have had trouble with my shoulder issues for years. And so I got my shoulder ejected and uh, I don't have any pain or any problems with it anymore. And so it's just, uh, we just see it be so effective. And, you know, obviously we tested out on our family members first. We kind of did, and uh, we were kind of solidifying our protocols for exactly how we wanted to do it. And, uh, and just everybody had great results and, and that's been the beauty of it so far. So uh, that's kind of how, most things that we end up doing in the office, usually uh, we've done something. We, we definitely experimented on, on ourselves first, make sure to see this, the results are what everybody uh, claims they are, and, and then we're getting the outcomes that we expect. And so and that's what we've seen, and that led us down the road to continue to, to uh, provide it for patients and uh, to begin to make a difference in other people's lives and how it can help them. I like that. It's funny because – not funny, but it's, it's awesome how, how you're saying how you basically got into this is – if this can help my family, I can help other families. And so that's, it. that's it. basically people helping people. So I've got some great questions here from, there's a lot of people that are, they're on Facebook Live and Twitter and YouTube and a lot of the questions that they have about stem cell. And one of the questions was, what is regenerative medicine and how is it different than traditional medical care? Well, that's a great question because so many people don't really understand what it is. At the core, regenerative medicine is, is actually helping to regain function by rebuilding, restoring, and, uh, and actually helping the tissue to regrow in the joint or in the area. Now, there are fields of regenerative medicine where they're actually trying to regenerate, grow organs and, and tissues in that nature. Now, we're talking from a, 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 a joint level that we're trying to rebuild and re, uh, restructure and, and help regain the original structure and integrity of the joint, whether it's a knee or a shoulder or a hip. And so uh, traditional medicine approaches it from, uh, you really have an option of surgery, you have an option of uh, medicine. Uh, so the medicines are gonna try and decrease inflammation or change the way the brain interprets pain. They're not gonna actually do anything to help restore or rebuild the joint. Um, uh, you, with surgery, you're taking a foreign object and basically you're, taking the knee out and putting a new one in, there's all kinds of uh, problems and issues with that. And, you know, it's unfortunately, statistically, about about half of those were great, about half don't. So uh, those aren't great odds in Vegas. or They are in Vegas, but not in your body, okay? So uh, um, uh, there's just a lot of complications that come with that. A lot of people don't get full results and full response with that. And there's, a, you know, infections and all of those type issues that were the downtime from the surgery. There's just so many different things that complicate that. Um, and so with regenerative medicine, we're actually trying to use the body's own natural healing mechanisms to regenerate, restore the tissues so you can restore normal function uh, and reduce the pain levels so that you can get back to enjoying a, a good quality of life again. And that's really at the core of what regenerative medicine. There's a lot of different stem cells, one part of that. It's one of the major parts, but there's some other other things that use regenerative properties in the body to heal, uh, things like PRP. There's some other things, but when you're talking about a joint, if you're facing surgical type issues, knee replacement, hip replacement, shoulder replacement, 
then stem cells, you're going to have to talk about the, the stem cells are kind of the, the peak of the, the regenerative therapy process. And, uh, and, and they do a fantastic job. We're just seeing some amazing stories come in on how well patients are doing and, and avoiding the surgeries and being able to uh, you know, get back to doing what they want to do. So Awesome. I like that. Um, another one is what exactly are stem cells and how... And how do, do they play a role in regenerative medicine? Well, the stem cells are at the core of, of the regeneration of the body. Stem cells are an undifferentiated cell in the body without getting too complex with the biology of all this. Um, mm -hmm. They're a cell that, that basically we use, um, what we're talking about are called mesenchymal stem cells. And mesenchymal stem cells are undifferentiated, which means that they don't have a purpose yet. They haven't been designated. A lot of right. the other cells in our body, we have muscle tissue or we have... Um, a bone tissue or we have a nerve tissue or, or a tissue for the heart or tissue for the gut uh, or for the skin, whatever it is. Um, a stem cell is an undifferentiated cell, so it, it hasn't got a purpose yet. It hasn't been told this is your job in right. the body. And so it can literally become, um, uh, the mesenchymal stem cells can become literally any other kind of stem cell in the body. So they can become other, other tissue. They can become cartilage in a joint. They can become a ligament uh, cell or a tendon. Or, or even bone, so they can actually be differentiated into other tissues. Now, there's multiple properties about the stem cells that make them very unique and make them very powerful. Um, at the core, they're anti-inflammatory, and anytime you're talking about pain problems in the body, you're always talking about inflammation issues as well. And right. so that helps to decrease inflammation in the body, and they are very naturally anti-inflammatory. Um, they also help to slow down apoptosis, which is cell death. So we're always in a process in, in our bodies of, of um, regenerating and degenerating. So our cells are always being broken down and we're always rebuilding new cells. Now the process, problem is, is when we start breaking down faster than we are remodeling and rebuilding in our body, then we start to age or see a degeneration or a breakdown or a decrease in function. So as long as we're regenerating faster than we're degenerating, we're, we're staying healthy. And so if we can slow down cell death, then that actually allows us to speed up the rate at which we're regenerating and so we can rebuild the tissue. So that's another thing that they're very good about. Now, one of the most powerful things about them is the fact that they actually also differentiate very quickly. They can produce another, become another stem cell or divide and, be, and, and create another stem cell very quickly. And that's where the, the value for regeneration is, is because these stem cells multiply very quickly. So uh, obviously more quickly as we're younger, they're much more metabolically active. So a stem cell will basically replicate about every 28 hours in a newborn um, uh, or, or a child. And so by the time uh, we get to be about 50, that's slowed down and it replicates about every 58 hours. Mm -hmm. But they're still replicated. And the replication produces more cells and those stem cells can now become other tissues. So they can become stem cells or they can, I mean, excuse me, cartilage cells or or ligament or tendon or bone or whatever they need to be. So the stem cell, the fact that it can produce more cells and newer cells of whatever it is we need, if we've got, we've lost cartilage in the knee and we're trying to produce more cartilage, those stem cells can actually, once they're introduced into that area, the, the body's innate intelligence begins to communicate and tell the body what it needs to repair and regenerate that region. That helps the cells then to differentiate into whatever kind of tissue they need to become. So... Wow, so where they become so powerful. So what if I'm just going to use this as an example. Let's say I have a knee pain and I'm getting bone on bone. 
And would it only regenerate that one area of the body where I get a, where they put a stem cell inside me? You know, let's say if I have a knee pain and then maybe right below it, maybe my ankle, or do they will it regenerate that entire leg part? How does that work? Yeah, well, the majority of the stem cells are going to be in the area that we inject, but they're going to migrate some of the body. And so they're also attracted uh, to inflammation and, and uh, oh. processes in the body. So if you have an inflammatory uh, uh, process going on, you have another injury in the body, some of those stem cells are going to be migrated to that area too because they naturally, the body naturally the, are, disperses the, the stem cells into where, where the body is needed. So it acts like a magnet, what you're saying. They act like a magnet. The pain, yeah. They're attracted to inflammation and they're attracted to those things. So that's one thing we do with our patients. We make sure they haven't had a steroid injection, you know, within um, about six weeks of having the, the uh, stem cell injections. Well, we don't want them to be taking NSAIDs or non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications right. for a few days prior because we don't want to hide the inflammation. We want to make sure that if the, if the body's got an area that's damaged and inflamed, the, the cells are attracted to that. So we do some other mechanisms, uh, therapy in the, in, the, uh, in the office as well, to help make sure that to attract those stem cells to that region. But, um, but it's, it will, there, will be some, there will be some systemic effect, even if we inject it in the knee, right. uh, will affect some other areas of the body. But the majority of it's going to stay in that region where we inject it. Okay, that's good. Good to know. <laughs> it was another question I was wondering about that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, the, the other one that's a real popular one is, what are the benefits of regenerative medicine and stem cell therapy compared to traditional forms of therapy? Well, the biggest thing is that there's just a, there's the biggest benefits are going to be a, a number, but let's start with some of the dangers of traditional medicine. So. Traditional medicine, like I said, we talked about surgery, we talked about medications, um, and those are all degenerative models, so they're not going to rebuild the joint. Right. Uh, Trying to rebuild it mechanically with a knee replacement. But you talk about some of your downsides with that is, you know, you have, um, if you just take the insects that I was just talking about, non-steroid anti-inflammatory medications, those are probably the most commonly thing taken, ibuprofen, Advil, aspirin. You know, right. They seem really safe, but... Uh, there's over 110,000 hospital administrations every year because of those medications. There's over uh, 10,000 deaths every single year from GI bleeding from taking those medications. And so those are just some of the, the downsides and some of the, the uh, complications. And those are over-the-counter medicines, most of those that I named. Right. And um, you think what some of the prescription medications, how much more dangerous those might be. Uh, but then you have your surgery and you have your concerns. You have your downtime from the surgery. You have your rehab from the surgery. You have the potential for uh, blood clots, which could be life-threatening. Uh, you have your uh, your severe infections like MRSA and, and uh, these uh, infections that are happening post-surgery. And they can happen. Uh, I've had patients come in and it's been six months or nine months after the surgery and they had uh, developed an infection from the the site that had to go through months and months of, um, you know, wow. uh, major and, uh, antibiotic type therapies. And they've had to take it out. I had one person that had and literally had to take it out the joint, the three different surgeries, trying to take the joint out, put a new one in, take it out because it was just so damaged. And these aren't small minor surgeries. These are, are major surgeries where, you know, you're taking, you're cutting bone out and you're replacing it completely with it. I mean, it's just a very, 
you've ever watched them, they're fairly brutal surgeries to begin with, and you have to do it multiple times. It's just really scary. Uh, so the benefits is you don't have any of that with stem cell injections. They're very, very simple. We'll talk a little bit about the processes and how we use them, but it's as simple as coming and getting an injection, and then the body begins to do the work. It begins to, the cells multiply, and they begin to become different types of right. to rebuild that area. And um, and so the uh, the benefits are you don't have, is the, the there's no downtime to it. Uh, okay. That's a wonderful thing. You don't have uh, the risk of the infections that you you have with the others. You don't have you know the potential risk of all the side effects of the medications and all those things. Uh, but you're able to rebuild the tissue. Uh, you're able to rebuild it naturally. Um, you, mm -hmm. You're able to to literally come in, you you have the injection, you don't, so you can do that in a, you know, a 15 minute time period and, and you can walk right back out, uh, or wow. depending whether you get it in your knee or shoulder, it depends. I mean, you can go back and do it in your normal function. Uh, we just ask that you rest the area for, uh, for a few days and, and take it easy for a couple of weeks. Don't do anything, you know, uh, crazy. If you get your knee injected, we don't want you to go run a marathon the next right. week like that. But, uh, but otherwise, the, the benefits of that side are just none of you're not facing any of the risks of all the other alternative forms of doing it. And uh, and so as you rebuild the joint, you begin not only do you decrease pain, you begin to regain function. And regaining the function is a okay. Wow. So does it allow you to do the activities you want? So what if I were to get say I, let's say something in my shoulder? What what's the Around what's the turnaround time? Would I start feeling something right away? Would it take a week or two or three? Or what's the average that you've been seeing? Yeah, well, that's an interesting question because it's really depending what what types of things you're talking about. Sometimes for pain side of it, um, uh, because of some of the things that that uh, we do uh, that are as part of the regenerative medicine process, we do those things a little bit different in our office. We'll talk about those a little bit more as we go through here. Um, it's more than just the stem cell injection. Uh, there are some offices that just do, uh, they do the stem cell injection and then, uh, you know, they say, you do great. We'll see you in 90 days or we'll see you in 180 days and we'll see how that stem cell injection is doing. And that's great. But for most people, there's also some sort of change in the, in the structure, uh, whether it be the alignment of the muscle uh, or the bone structure right. itself or the the uniformity of the muscle function and, and the balance of the muscles in the joint. And so um, we, use, we have follow-up therapies that we actually address those things. They just make sure that the stem cells do that much better. And uh, they give the stem, the stem cells job is to help to rebuild the tissue, but we want to make sure that that joint is as stable and as healthy as possible so that we don't turn around and damage it again. Okay. So, so those are some of the things that, that we change. So some of that improves just, as we begin to do some of the therapy and get the structurally right. But the stem cells themselves, typically what I hear from most patients is about four to six weeks is the is kind of the sweet spot where things really start to get, get better and improve. I've had patients that, feel, that tell me, you know, I feel better as soon as I got the injection, Doc, which is uh -huh. interesting because we don't, we can't put any kind of uh, uh, deadener or, or uh, you know, lidocaine or something like that in the stem cells because it affects the way the stem cells work. Wow. So, um, so it's not just a, you know, a, 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 I don't know, a, the injection, you know, we're not just killing the pain with some kind of medication because we don't do that in those injections. It's, it's not like that like you get typically in steroids or something of that nature right. where you get that 
benefit of a painkiller type because that's not what is in these injections at all. So, but I have patients that tell me, you know, pain stopped within just a couple, uh, you know, with that first day after the, you know, wow. but the pinnacle is we see the improvement about four to six weeks is when we typically see uh, people really starting to see a change and starting to see the improvement. And the beautiful thing is just the opposite of what you see with degenerative medicine. If you're getting steroids or something like that, you feel a good effect and then it starts to slowly wean off because it's it's just it, as the body gets rid of whatever that is you injected, it breaks it down and gets out of it. It's not doing anything to necessarily affect the joint or improve the joint. Where with stem cell is every day that goes by. That's why I love seeing my stem cell patients. Every time they come back in, they're a little better than they were last time because yeah. the stem cells continue to get better and better uh, over time. And so it's kind of an, it's it's a different, it's kind of a unique process. But um, as it as they have time to continue to to help the body get uh, the joint to get healthier and healthier, they get better and better. So basically, what I hear what you're saying is that everyone's different. Absolutely. In the way that it's just <laughs> we're not the same. So it just depends. Just like you said, that one gentleman right away you felt it. Right. Right. Okay. Well, now the big everybody's, yeah, everybody's at a different level of degeneration too. So exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't know if one's bone on bone, one's just the beginning of that. How deep, how deep the process is. So yeah, it's gonna. Everyone's gonna be different when they're like that. Okay. Well, the big question I hear a lot is uh, basically, where do stem cells come from? Yeah, that's one of the most popular questions I get, and I get asked that a lot. So there's actually several different types of stem cell injections that are available, wow. and so we're gonna talk about. Let's talk about where stem cells come from. There's a lot of different things. So let's talk about because uh, they're affect. There's different times you want to use different stem cells for different processes or different uh, therapies. Okay, so uh, but one is one place to get stem cells is what we call a, a embryological or fetal tissue, um, and that actually comes from an embryo or a fetus. Good news is in the United States that's completely illegal. Um, uh, President George Bush outlawed that um, with, during his presidency, and so you don't have to worry about it coming from a from a fetus or from an embryo or from oh, wow. a mortar or anything like that so the ethical questions that come with that uh, they're that's not even not even really a concern in the United States anymore now if you go out of the United States I can't promise that uh, that they don't do some of that outside <laughs> the United States but in the United States that's not where we get any of the stem cells uh, here in the United States now the next place to get stem cells are what we are from the amniotic uh, fluid or from the placenta of the mother okay Okay. And, uh, there, there is a fair amount of stem cells in that tissue. Um, the, the problem with that is there's also a lot of debris in that tissue. Um, it's a little bit harder to get uh, uh, specific uh, types of cells from that tissue. And the other issue with that is you also have a little bit of, uh, you have a chance for picking up some mom cells uh, will have certain um, antibody factors already on them so they're going to be less compatible uh, so if I should have uh, some of that I may have a greater chance for rejection of those types of stem cells from uh, placental or from, uh, from the amniotic uh, fluid so that's a second kind of pl and place where we get stem cells now a third place we get stem cells is actually what we call autologous and that is getting stem cells from our own bodies and we harvest stem cells. You can harvest stem cells from your own body. You still produce and still have stem cells. Um, one way to do that is a bone marrow uh, biopsy or a bone marrow aspiration. Okay. Right. Uh, 
because there is, uh, we are plentiful, we have plentiful stem cells in the bone marrow. Uh, the downside to that is that is not a very uh, fun procedure. It's rather painful to get a bone marrow biopsy or, or bone marrow aspiration. And, um, and so uh, that's one way to do it if you're doing your own stem cells. Um, the other way to do that is to actually harvest it from fat. It's a procedure almost like a, a liposuction. And they'll actually remove the fat and then they'll spin it down and separate stem cells from the remainder of the fat. And then those stem cells, who knew that our stem cells, you know, that our fat has a lot of stem cells, but uh, um, there's there's actually quite a few stem cells in the fat. You can take that, uh, once you pr pr uh, procedurally separate that, you can take those stem cells and re-inject them back into the body. Now, the good news about that procedure is your your chance for any kind of rejection is about nil because wow. you're using those stem cells uh, to be replaced back in the body, so you don't have to worry about rejection. Now, there is a flip side to that, but you have to do a harvest procedure for both the bone marrow biopsy and for the the fat um, uh, when we do the the harvest the fat. So right. we'll have to do two procedures, so that usually raises the cost because you have to not only harvest the cells but then reinject the cells, and so. It becomes a little bit more expensive. You have the down. You do have a little bit of downtime healing up from the procedures themselves uh, of the bone marrow biopsy or from the the fat harvesting. Uh, but the other part that's really critical, which this is where a lot of people miss it, those stem cells are the same age that whoever we remove them from. They're the same age as you. So if, wow. if you're 65 and we harvest your stem cells, your stem cells are going to be 65 years old. They're going to be metabolically less active. So remember earlier, I was telling you in a, in a newborn, if we their their cells replicate about every twenty eight hours, whereas someone that's fifty years old does replicate about every fifty eight. So the stem cells are older, so they're slower as a as far as how fast they replicate. So they're mm -hmm. metabolically less active, so they're not as powerful as the stem cells that you may get from from uh, harvested from a milk cord or something like that. So, oh, wow. And so that's, that's the third way. And so I'm sorry, I jumped ahead there just a little bit. The fourth way we get stem cells is actually from umbilical cord tissue. And that's right. the, the last one that, that uh, uh, most people we're most familiar with now. There, you can actually harvest stem cells and, uh, and uh, from umbilical cord tissue that's donated. Uh, it's donated uh, before the birth. The mother signs a waiver that she's donating the tissue, just like you would donate an organ if you were uh, an organ donor or something of that right. nature. So they donate the, the umbilical cord. Now, used to, we used to throw that away and used to not ever think anything about it. Who knew it was so powerful? But inside this, the, uh, the uh, umbilical cord is a, is a, it's called Wharton's jelly, but it contains high level of stem cells and uh, very active stem cells and other um, factors that help for the skeletal development of rebuilding of tissue and things of that nature. And so that's what's harvested and, and used. And that's taken from uh, mothers and, and healthy born mothers, healthy born babies that have been delivered by C-section. And so they, they harvest those stem cells and then they're cryogenically frozen. They're tested for any kind of uh, disease or, or issues like that. They're tested very closely. And then uh, once they pass all that, then they're cryogenically frozen. And then we use those are the stem cells that people use a lot. And now the benefit of that is 
Um, you can gauge it. You can use as many stem cells or as little as you need. So you can, uh, if I've been multiple joints, I can, you know, get the right amount of stem cells that I need. But I also have the most active form of stem cells in the fact that they are uh, the, the youngest stem cells. So they're the most uh, metabolically active and most uh, potent and powerful. And the, the, the last factor that makes them so special is they are uh, antigenically, they're, they're undifferentiated at that point, which means that uh, they're neither the mother or the, the baby's um, stem cells yet. So they're undifferentiated, but they also, they don't have any kind of antibody response yet. So they're not marked that way. So there's no risk of rejection. They haven't had any kind of rejection of these stem cells. Uh, there's been thousands and thousands of them given. They haven't had any kind of problem with body rejecting that. So it's been wow. So there's a lot going on there. They're kind of the best of all worlds. Let's put it that way. For and especially for injections, uh, when we're talking about using stem cell injections for regenerative medicine for knees and shoulders and joint problems, it's ideal. Okay. Wow. So which which uh, stem cell therapy do you think is, is best in your opinion? Uh, that's it. I think the the, the the HUCT or human umbilical cord tissue, I believe, is probably the prime for uh, for doing joint uh, therapy and joint injection. I think it has the most promise and the most power uh, powerful approach to it because of the the age of the cells and and the replication and the fact that there's no risk for um, for uh, rejection. Okay. Okay. So you would say that I, I know that you were saying that normally if you're 42 years old or you're 63, you want to get it from someone that's of the same age, but don't you think that it would be better to get it from a baby because it's younger and more, more vibrant and would that be better for an older person? So I'm 42. Do I have to stick with, with a 42 year old, you know, stem cell? Yeah, so that's it. You can use the newborn stem cells. They're going to be much more powerful. And so the umbilical cord tissue, would be much more powerful for you to do it that way. Yeah. Well, I never do that. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Another another great great question here is: Is this a one time procedure, or do I have to, or do they do we have to keep coming back every month, every year? Yeah. So if you think about it, uh, it's not like uh, cortisone injections or some of these other things that you do, where you do the injection, it it helps reduce inflammation, and, and then the uh, medicine breaks down and then the underlying problem is still there. If you think about it, what we're really doing with stem cells, we're actually injecting the stem cells to start rebuilding the tissue in the knee or the shoulder or whatever joint okay. you're working on. So as it as the tissue begins to rebuild, as the joint begins to repair and regenerate, and you actually begin to restore the healthy function of that tissue, um, then uh, the <laughs> kind of joke around with my patients that when you think about that tissue that's newly developed and that's that has been replaced and regenerated, <clears throat> it's much younger than you are. Okay, <laughs> it's new right. tissue versus what your body's been, and so that tissue is not going to go away. It's not going to uh, disappear like uh, your body's not going to break it down and, and get rid of it like it would the steroid, the medicine, medication. And so that new tissue is there. And uh, if we've addressed some of those things like alignment. Right, and, um, muscle balance and those things to protect the joint. Then now that new tissue should stay and should be functional and be healthy. Um, uh, there's really no reason to think that it's going to degenerate. Um, I would think it's going to last longer than the rest of our body, 
because uh, it's newer tissue, if that makes sense. So, makes sense. Yes. Um, so yeah, so the idea, of the beauty of it, and what we're, we're hoping to see as we go forward uh, progressing with stem cells is the fact that we don't have to come back in and we don't have to, to, uh, to, to repeat this procedure, you know, multiple times or, you know, um, you know, every, every year or so. That's not how it's designed. Oh. To, it's designed to be a more permanent fix. It's because it regenerates continue like would you say every between every twenty four hours and sixty four hours is how that works. Yeah, yeah, depending on the age of the person, yes. about every twenty eight hours those cells will regenerate. Now that'll happen. That that'll happen for a while in that first year that the person is after they're injected. Though there'll, there'll be a point where all most of those cells have become other tissues. Okay. If that makes sense. So a lot yes. of these stem cells they do differentiate, so they make more stem cells, and so they're producing more stem cells. Some of those stem cells are then becoming cartilage cells or then becoming um, bone cells or becoming, you know, ligament cells or, or tendon. So they differentiate. So it's not like a never-ending, um, you know, a, a continuation, but it doesn't have to be. We just need it to happen long enough for the cell, for the, the joint to rebuild itself. Okay. Now, the, the biggest question I, I, I get is, does Medicare or does your insurance company, does it cover this? Cover this, yeah. Uh, that's interesting, and I get that all the time. It's one of the most common things I get asked. And uh, unfortunately, with, um, with this procedure being so new, and being uh, there's so many, um, uh, I don't know, I just, with the newness of it and the questions of the different variations of how you use the stem cells, um, at this point, we're not seeing it covered by insurances and not seeing it covered by Medicare at this point. Um, it's not the usual and customary treatment. And that's usually what insurances and Medicare are looking at is they're saying, what is the normal and customary treatment for joint problems? Well, normally it's either steroid injections or uh, right. medications or a knee re or uh, a joint replacement. And so, um, so right now it is not, uh, not a normal customary uh, procedure. And so therefore it's not covered by the insurances and by Medicare. So uh, we're hoping maybe to see that change in the future, but at this point, um, uh, we're not seeing a lot, uh, much change with that at this point. Wow, awesome. Well, uh, hey, thank you so much for being on the on the show, and I just wanna tell everybody out there in the internet land, like, please like this uh, video, share it. Um, and not only that, but think about it, everyone. When you're sharing this information, this is vital information. There's so many loved ones out there that we have in our family that need this type of procedure to help them to live a comfortable life. So anyways, everybody, I want to say thank you for, for showing up on the show. And um, I'm sure that we'll probably have uh, Dr. Parker on the show again, because this is a, a subject that people need to know more about. And, uh, like, thank you so much, Dr. Parker, for, uh, for being on the show. Absolutely. I appreciate it, Mark. And uh, thank you for inviting me. Look forward to seeing uh, you. Well, and, and your website. What is your website so people can at least go take a look at what you're doing? Um, it's uh, it's www.amarilloregenerativemedicine.com. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's all, all one word, amarilloregenerativemedicine.com. And we'll have it on the screen for everyone, too. And um, everyone, again, thank you so much for uh, being on the show. And uh, we'll see you next week. Have a great day.